Welcome to Pauli Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Pauli Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm opinionated on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Pauli doesn't hold back. The two time world champion, Pauli the Magic Man. <laughs> you are a real man. High five. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna take it easy on the buttons today. We're here. We're here. Peter Cards, Nikki Lupo, Seth Nyman, Brooklyn to the world. Episode Boom. thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. A very exciting thirty-eight. Shots fired. Shots are fired. I wonder where the fucking host is. All right. He's missing. Yeah. Miami. He's uh being an I guess a I wouldn't say entrepreneur because this is not a can business ta- thing. Can you take it up a notch? Uh yeah. can you turn my volume up? Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Hear me now? Uh, uh this is one of his yeah, I guess you could say entrepreneurial. He's investing and he bought another condo, so he's checking out the construction. You know. And how everything's going over there? What about the podcast? Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna call him up. I think he's a little under the weather. This kid, it's funny. The kid goes from a cruise, <laughs> beautiful weather, to Miami, and he gets sick. We're sitting here in a nor'easter, almost. We're facing a, a yeah, yeah. We're facing a storm, but I mean, I'm not sick. Are you sick, Seth? I feel great. Great, right? You, you haven't be. taken any days off, you deadbeat, yeah. right? Uh, no, I feel good. You might I took be off sick MLK in the head, though, guys. I'm, I am yeah, sick. Yeah, you're a little sick in the head. I got an auto start putting the minivan on MLK day. <laughs> 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 yeah, I did. I spent four hours wandering around waiting for the guy to finish the thing. You drive it. Oh, you got the little start. What yeah. do you have to press both on and off at the same time? Uh, just press one button. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. You, drive a, a, you drive a minivan? Yeah. He's a family guy. Oh. I'm a failure. He should well, that's cool. Hey, that's I didn't cool. fall down the stairs and bite my tongue off. Yeah, that was Did bad. That yeah, was why don't you tell us about that? Oh, yeah, I'm calling him out. Yeah, that was really bad. You got a bad. problem with that? Well, all right, let's break it down. Let's break it Good. down. <laughs> <laughs> this is a story all about how I fell right down the stairs. Oh. <laughs> so you were supposed to... Wait, so you, you were going to come to my house anyway. Yeah, I was gonna you come and I was we were gonna I was we were gonna play the game skip ball and skip I was gonna ball. dog you in dominoes. Yeah, and that didn't work out. And that me. definitely didn't work out. You know, well. it's funny, but Nicky's young, but he's very mature, right? He's mature. He is. He's making fun he, of my mini. No, but listen to this. Like even now, I'm I'm 33. He's he's younger than me, and a lot of times, like you know, you could say he looks up to me and this and that. You don't look a day over 50. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but. No, seriously though, I get hammered. Serious. I get hammered, and he's like, you know, slow down, slow down. You know, like he'll drink and then he'll be good. You know, he doesn't want to donate part of his liver to you. Yeah, I'm just chilling. Not fly. even that, but he he doesn't like to get overly drunk where he doesn't know what's going on. He likes to just know what, what's going on. 
So he had a party to go to. Uh, actually, this is Friday, right after the podcast. Yeah, the kid, the kid that we said is uh, Nassim um, personal trainer. It was his nephew's trainer. christening party. Yeah. Hey, we're not doing Nassim today, so don't talk about All right, about that's him. fine. <laughs> no, we still love Nassim. Right. Yeah. So that kid's... Uh, it's his... Um, nephew's christening. Nephew's christening. So Bar, bar mitzvah? Okay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Wait, Catholic. Yeah, yeah not, so they go, they go to the party, and, and that kid Nick calls me, and he's like, hey, can you come pick up Lupo? And I'm like, well, he's supposed to come here anyway. I said, what's up? And he's like... He's he's fucking wrecked. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I thought they were playing a joke on me. I'm like, yeah, okay. He's like, no, 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 you don't understand. He's fucked up. <laughs> he's talking to girls by the bar. And I'm like, girls, I'm, I'm thinking, like, it's like a family party. Who's he talking to you? Or your aunt? He's talking to the bartender. He's talking to bartenders. boy, good I for you. No, but I found out that he even said the bartender was, like, fucking... It looked Ugly. like the bottom of my fucking toes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not nice. I'm sure she was a really sweet person. Inside. Yeah, exactly. She was better better looking on the inside. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll come pick him up. It was right by the house. I go there. This fucking mongoloid. <laughs> I get to the place. I pull up. Seth, he's got fucking blood everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck did you do? I thought he got into a fight. I said, what happened? I couldn't even talk. His friend goes, this kid fucking rolled down a flight of stairs. My, I said, get my the chin, fuck out of here. My chin landed on every single fucking <laughs> like, a car, like a cartoon? Back yeah, like a fucking cartoon. <laughs> dunk, dunk, I was dunk, just going, dunk. Dunk. I'm like, what the fuck? What? Wait, let's rewind. What the fuck were you drinking? I polished down about a bottle and a half of... Uh, John, uh, Jack Daniels and Ugh. Coke, and and then you had some. And I had some Patron. Patron, and I don't even but know what. But else. you don't drink a lot, right? I, I so mean, I you drink, that. but that's I don't. A, I drink he could drink all the time because he's been out with me. Like he could he hang. Could, he could hang. That's a lot. But he knows how to pace himself, and he's yeah. like. You probably had an empty stomach too, I bet. Yeah, I really didn't eat. Like I mean, I had like a, I had one piece of chicken palm at the party, and that was it. And I was just fucking wrecked. And I just, I, I don't know how. I guess I missed a step, and I just went boom oh. down. He was fucking panicking. I thought he I was showing lose my me, tongue. He showed me his tongue. Is it gonna fall off? I'm like, dude, relax. But all the girls are gonna be so upset. Well, <laughs> oh. <laughs> without my tongue, <laughs> he's sticking his tongue out. <laughs> look at it. Look at it. So his boy Nick's like. Lupo, stop being a fucking bitch. Because he's like the, this big muscular kid. He goes, how'd you let me fall down the stairs? <laughs> he goes, what the fuck do you mean? How'd I let you fall down the stairs? You fell down the fucking stairs. Oh, my God. So, you're lucky, yeah. You're lucky your tongue's not off. Yeah, right. Oh, been fucking Did you black terrible. out? Do you remember everything? I, uh, I blacked Most out a little bit. I remember... Uh, you remember I coming remember, back to the house? I remember falling. I remember going back to his house, pulling I made him put, Alyssa like, ice in his me. mouth, and he was oh, like, good. you know... I never blacked out to my 35th birthday. Really? Yeah. I woke up. I was just seeing someone in the city. I woke up. I went to do shots. I was going to see wrestling with my friend. I didn't eat all day. I was doing shots and everything. I didn't. Remember. I had to buy the pay-per-view to watch it because I was there and I didn't remember anything. I remember bits and pieces. I almost got in a fight there. My glasses fell off. I just told my friend, pick up my glasses. I'm going to kill you. I went crazy. I was out of wow. my mind. Wow. Yeah, what totally wrestling insane. event did you go to? And Hammerstein. It was ECW One Night Stand. Hammerstein. Wow. 2005. You were wrecked. Wow. Wrecked. I'll, I'll tell you what. Here's what happened. I went to a bar. I started making out with some girl at a bar. Boom. Had a boy. I, next thing I remember, I'm sitting on her couch and her, she's at the door saying, get out. 
Because it's probably <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, you a belligerent. Oh god, I probably just falling asleep on her. Yeah, you know, I was like, uh, so I was like, I didn't even say a word. I just walked out and got in the cab. I, I got back to Jersey with the path train, threw up everywhere, and that was it. Yeah. I'm the opposite. I hardly remember any. Uh, Nor you only remember when you're drinking, right? No, I just I, yeah, I black out all. You don't time. remember anything. Nick <laughs> tells me, bro, you remember what you said today, fucking person yesterday. I'm like, when. What? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I gotta like re I gotta retell him the night, and, and like, I'm like, happened? oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember it in pieces. Why you like, laugh? <laughs> Why you laugh? It's normal to me. Um, it is nice. <laughs> but yeah, that's so. That's how that went down, and then uh, because of that, when I was supposed to, when I went to play in my tournament again, big shout out to Future Legend. Hey, Future Boom. Legend. They sponsored me in a big tournament, man. They sponsored a podcast or something. Yeah. Um, I went down to uh, <laughs> I went down to the Bogota, my first big tournament experience. It was cool. The only thing that sucked, like I said, time start, was somebody time flaked. Playing? Huh? What time you start playing? Eleven o'clock in the morning. Okay. So I woke up at six twenty in the morning. Wow, that's a record for you. I oh, you didn't stay down uh, there like Really, before? dipshit? That's I don't do it every day for work, you little fucking yeah, weasel? But, yeah, I guess, I guess. But, no, but really, though, on a day off, it is crazy. Yeah. I, and to drive yeah, by you myself. Did, you just stayed over the night before, man. Yes. Yeah. If I learned anything from this trip, because this is what happens. So I go, Nikki's supposed to call me. <clears throat> Never mind. <laughs> How's your tongue? <clears throat> good, it's good. So, <laughs> so uh, Nikki's supposed to come to me, but uh, I was by myself. So... <laughs> I go, I'm fucking flying there, I'm listening to podcasts, I'm listening to radio, I'm just whatever, trying to get in my zone or whatever. I get there two hours early because it tells you to check in. That's why people stay there the night before, because they wake up, they go down, yeah. here you go, scumbags, take my money, I'm going back to my room, I'm going to relax, or you walk around, whatever. Me, I'm fucking flying there, it was 18 degrees. I was in Jersey, but the car still wasn't warm yet. <laughs> <laughs> fucking scumbag car. Um, but yeah, you get there, I'm tired. I had a fucking croissant, and I had an espresso. Very fancy. Yeah, I was just put something in my stomach. I wasn't really hungry. I was really more excited just to play, you know? It was a cool tournament. Um, I, I can't say I, I sat there with anybody that impressed me. I've been playing cars my whole life. I really can't say that... I was wowed in any way. There was some funny fucking characters there, yeah, man. Yeah, I can I'm imagine you. the Joes there. How many Joes there? No, the opposite. Yeah? There was fucking geeks there, bro. Get the fuck And this out is of like, here. this is like their fucking, um, this is where they're cool, you know? Yeah. This is like, this is their fucking boxing ring. So like you Rain know? Man status people. Yeah, like, there was a kid, I filmed him. He made Seth look like fucking uh, Kevin Durant. Like he made <laughs> Seth look tall. What are you saying? I'm not tall. Exactly not right. Really. All right. He had a fedora hat on. He had a book uh, book bag. He had like a Steelers jacket on, and he had his headphones. And he was pacing back and forth, like getting himself hype. You would have thought he was going to fight. Like, dude, you're going to relax and play cards. Because at no point in playing in a long, long, strenuous tournament do you get hype. You actually have to relax. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the weird. whole point of being a Texas so Hold'em player. <laughs> he was nervous beforehand, maybe. You know. No, but what do you? He was like going. 
<laughs> Dude, relax. I, this I, is not the locker room. You're not going to get punched in the face. Maybe he has some anxiety issues, man. <laughs> Take a Xanax. Maybe bro. this was his last $500 he had in his pocket. <laughs> then you shouldn't be playing in a big tournament. Uh, like I no. said, I'm in no position to be shelling that money. Thanks to Future Legend for doing it for me. But Yes! <laughs> in the face! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, some characters there, man. But it was a good trip, other than the fact that I lasted for like five and a half hours and then lost. Five and a half hours, that's pretty good. It is, but then it's even worse when you lose and then you got to drive home by yourself. (laughs) But that's that's pretty good. You play for five and a half hours, that's not bad. Yeah, no, no, no. How many people are in this tournament? Thousands. 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 Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Thousands of people. People were just dropping like flies. You knock some people out? I didn't knock anyone out. I watched people get knocked out. Yeah. yeah I just Next time, participate. Get in yeah, there. yeah. No, I had a couple of hands early, and as the blinds went up, my hands got worse. That sucks. <laughs> You're just looking at king three, queen two, and looking seven two, and I'm like, oh, God, I wish Did I Did you stay in at any just for the fuck of it? Well, and that's stupid to do, but you lose, no, you no, lose no. patience, you know? No, no, no. I don't lose patience at all. Oh, that's what good. I ended up, I met a couple of kids like, cool kids there the kid that that knocked me out actually was from astoria and he's the one that told me he stood the night before so he knocked me out because he had a short stack also he was like in the same boat that i was he had just go you just went for he, it at that point. he made a raise so i had a pair of eights in my hand i had pocket eights and he, uh, i went all in and he went all in because half his money was in already and he had ace jack and he ended up hitting a jack on the turn uh. so yeah, you know, it is what it is. <clears throat> Good experience, though, no? Absolutely, cool. absolutely. It was great. It was actually, I could see myself doing it a lot a lot more often in the future. Maybe um, a couple of more small ones and then go to that big one, because that's a pretty big tournament. It was like $3 million guaranteed. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you didn't win. You're still here. Oh, yeah, definitely. Stop whining. Some fucking little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys, you guys want to call this yeah. fucking guy? Yeah, you want to call Who? the host of the show? Who? Who is that guy? Who? Huh? Who was that man? Hey. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Let's give him a ring. He's sicky poos. You know what you're doing there? He's a little under the weather today. Wait, wait. People are going to know the sounds of the beeps. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, I can't hear it. Okay. Well, Paul doesn't care though. They're our listeners, right? He's my whichever is number. <laughs> yeah. We should. Yeah, everybody just call tweet. 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 Uh text them. Yo. Yo. What up? What's up? We couldn't wait for you, so we've been on the show for like uh ten minutes. You've been on the show for 10 minutes. Yeah. I told yeah. you to call me back so I can open up the show, though. Cause no, you don't open up the fucking show. You don't make the rules here anymore. <laughs> you sound like shit. There's a new no, stress. you sound like shit, actually. You, because you sound like you're fucking five miles on the phone. You we all, you say that every week. Because you got to fix the sound system in the studio, maybe. Yeah, I know. Uh, you got to fix uh, your... F- how about now? You got to fix your fucking immune system. You're the only guy that goes from the fucking uh, cruise to Miami and gets sick. I told yeah, you, I Paulie. Well, I was defending you. Well, thanks for letting me explain that to me. Thanks for letting me explain that a little bit. You know, go like, ahead. You, I, do I really sound like shit? Like I sound sick? Yeah. yeah. You sa- what do you mean? Definitely. I, I mean, think. Yeah. It, I think you sound great. Huh? No, I think you sound great. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Explain it. No, I was. You know, I've been fucking partying it up in Miami, so I 
on Monday, actually, I was all over Ocean Drive. For those of us that have been to South Beach, you know what Ocean Drive is. South I Beach. down to Miami because you figure Miami, you're going to have like warm weather. You're going to have like, you know, sun, tropical weather, beach. Even if it's in January, it's fucking Miami. So I didn't really pack warm weather clothes, you know what I'm saying? Cause, so I hang out all day and I got a t-shirt on and uh, a pair of shorts. Then I put on that uh, that that uh, that sleeveless like it's a little heavier, but it's that it that sleeveless shirt that Leone gave us when we were in Italy, Pete. Sure. Yeah, so I put on one of those, but it's still it's sleeveless. It's, it's open. It's a zip up. You know, it's it's uh, I got my shorts on, and I'm starting to like get the chills over the course of the day, and I'm like, yo, bro, this is not supposed to feel this way. You know, like I was actually so cold I was shivering. Then I was drinking pina coladas all day. So that's like a cold drink. So I was like starting to like shake and shiver. But it was such a, it was so happening. It was so cool all over Ocean Drive that I was like, oh, whatever, you know, like I'm just gonna hang out and I don't wanna go back to the hotel and try to put on more layers. So that really didn't have a lot of layers to be, to tell you the truth. I didn't, I didn't pack like I was going to Alaska, you know? So, you know, I go out Monday night, you know, Tuesday morning, buzz. Tuesday morning, bro. I woke up like, uh, like, like Mike Tyson hit me. And I sounded like this, which is, which is, I don't know how I sound, because I'm not listening to myself, but I sounded like this. How do I sound? I don't understand. Sound like death. Nasally, yeah. a little nasally. You know? Yeah, definitely nasally. That's for sure. But you know what I ordered? Apparently there's like this new thing, and I heard of, I heard they have it in Vegas. I didn't realize they had it in Miami, but I think it's brilliant. It's genius. They come to your room and they give you IV. Like they replenish you, and it's supposed to be for those those crazy guys that get whacked in Vegas all night, and then they want to replenish and do it all over again the next night, and they got they got to recover faster. So they hire these nurses that come to your room, you know, call the hotline, and, and they give you like an IV. Apparently, this business now started in Miami as well. Pete, why don't we think of shit like this? I don't understand, hey. Nick. You know, Seth, what, what, know. why don't we think of shit like that's this? A, like that's a, a great thing. idea. It's, like, it's, it's, it's supposedly making a ton of money. Why don't we do it, and we'll we'll add hand release at the end? Yeah, yeah. What a what Ed? Hand release at the end. At the end of the IV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be good. Yeah. yeah. We'll okay. add hand release at the end. Yeah. <laughs> happy, happy endings IVs. <laughs> you think that'll you think that'll uh that'll make a big difference as far as getting a sales uh, over over the competition? I, I think Absolutely. Yeah. I think it would do well. You know, we could, we Seth, could, you just we, fucking you're onto something. We could personally hire the nurses ourselves. You know, right? That's that, the good ones. That's a great but then, idea. I mean, if we if we had hand release, we gotta we gotta hire hot nurses. No, yeah, no, but I don't want to be I don't want to be fucking racist or anything. But you just teach Asian women how to fucking administer uh, IVs. Nah, that, that's fucked up. <laughs> but that's I, what, it's, it's not women in every race, not just Asians. No, but listen, they already know how to do the nice hand release. You so you yeah. half 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 of the battles there. I think every girl knows how to do hand release. Nah, not uh, like them. Oh no, no. There's, there's professionals <laughs> and there's amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> they got their, they got their button. They got their black belt. <laughs> they got their black button. <laughs> they got their button for hand release. Yeah. That's like but, you wouldn't go to an amateur dentist, would you? Right. Yeah. You wouldn't. You wouldn't go to some rookie dentist. that was like, yeah. All right. Let me see if I could pull your tooth out. No, no. Okay, you're right, you're right. But no, in all seriousness, let me get back to my story, but you rudely cut me off with this stupid-ass fucking conversation. Okay. So, <laughs> let me go back to what I was saying. So, yeah, so I wake up like this, and I, I ordered myself uh, an IV yesterday. I ordered myself the IV nurse today, um, and I just got it done. Uh, I got, I'm, I'm day calling it up like crazy. I bought Mucinex. I got NyQuil. I don't know what to do next. I got a flight to Cancun tomorrow for a wedding, and, I, you know, for a friend's wedding, and I don't, I don't even... I don't even know how I'm gonna fly tomorrow. The way I see, bro. I don't even. I don't know how I'm gonna fly tomorrow. 
you so know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to like scramble around trying to make myself feel better any way I can. You know what I'm saying? You know what you sound like? Like you know when uh, in Wolf of Wall Street when they found the lemons from the 1980s? Yeah. <laughs> you sounded like you found Tony Montana's Coke from the 1980s and you snorted <laughs> all of it. Yeah, all right. That's all what right. it sounds. That's, that's what your that's what your nose right. sounds like. No, but seriously, so I'm. So that's the that's the problem I've got here. And you know what's the best part for all uh, all loyal listeners? They think like, oh, I got the life. I'm just going out everywhere on vacation. No, yes, I'm doing do. for business. I told I them fucking, that. I, and of course, I'm partying too. But I have a fucking condo down here that I'm trying to do construction on, so that I can actually spend part of the year down here and you know do the whole Miami thing part of the year and part partially in New York and partly in Miami. This condo, I had to gut it out, and I'm gonna I was gonna renovate it and make it look all nice, bro. It was supposed to be done by New Year's. We're three quarters of the way. Well, what are we three quarters of the way? Three quarters of the way through January. This thing is still not even close to being done. So I had to get down here and start getting everybody's ass. Stop okay. whining. Hey, Yusuf. You know, no, Yusuf. Stop whining. <laughs> so, so, I'm, I'm, so basically, so that, this goes to show you with Miami work ethic and, uh, and New York work ethic. So well, New York work ethic, everybody works, works, works. You know? And, and I re- I've come to realize that once I leave New York, I'm actually spoiled because once I leave New York, nobody has that mentality. It's not a, there's not a go-go mentality anywhere else. Like, if you've got a job to do, you just do it. You get it done, so you get it out of the way. Nobody actually, nobody actually has that mentality anywhere else unless you go to, like, Asia and Japan and shit, you know? Well, no, and definitely not in the continental U.S., that's for sure. Definitely not in Italy, that's for sure. You know, um, and most places I've been to now, for sure. So I come here, and, and so I, I got here Sunday. I went out Sunday, and I'm thinking, all right, Monday I'm going to go see how, how the workers are doing at my condo. So I, I go out Sunday night, I'm a little banged up. I go uh, Monday, I go to the condo. Nobody's there. Nobody's in my condo working. So I said, what's going on? Oh, it's Martin Luther King Day. All right, you know what? Granted, I, don't, I didn't realize construction workers didn't work on Martin Luther King Day either. I was, that was a first to me. But... You know, uh, apparently construction workers don't work on Martin Luther King Day in Miami. So I did. We got it. <laughs> of we course, said, in New said, York. Right. So I went to the building manager. So what's going on over here? Why isn't anybody working? You know, and the building manager was like, oh, we don't let them work on Martin Luther King Day because you know the whole building has off, and we don't it's- want work being done in the building when there's people that have off of work. So I said, okay, you know what? That makes sense because you know people might be wanting to sleep in and shit. Makes sense, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good All idea. Right. So Tuesday, Wednesday. You know, what are we at? Wednesday right now. Correct. Yesterday. There's one guy, like, taking measurements for, like, electric wires and shit. And that's it. So I'm like, I hung out there a little bit. Today, I go in this morning, the door's locked. Nobody's actually there at all today. So, obviously, I'm going to call the contractor and be like, what the fuck is going on over here? What is everybody allergic to work down here? I mean, everybody's allergic to work down here, I think. That's the problem. And when you're allergic to work, you don't get anything done. So... Thank God I got my ass down here and actually saw for myself why this project is taking so slow. This project is going slow because nobody's doing anything. And when you can't be there face-to-face face face constantly because I can't be here, I'm too busy. That, that, that everybody just jerks you around, you know what I'm saying? So that's the problem. Luckily, I'm not paying for the job by the day. Otherwise, there would have been a lot of furniture moving going on if I paid for the job by the day. I got a flat fee, but it's still... From a, even from a flat fee, you'd figure, like, they would... You'd, you'd want to get the guys would want to get the job done so they can move on to other projects. Am I right? I mean, that, that how it usually works. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't I mean, but is that how it usually works. That you usually get done, get paid, and then move on. No. Well, I mean, of course, but you don't know how many you don't know how many projects ongoing the person has, and they're just fucking stringing you along because they got you know a deposit already. Yeah, you don't know how they work their their business. Yeah, you but don't finish getting paid though until of you course, the project, of course. So you figure like you have motivation to get paid when you finish the project. Uh, I know, but he might have his his guys spread out with. 
two, three different jobs at once. He keeps himself afloat that way and keeps steady, cool. steady business. Cool. But, no, uh, but you still have to finish the job. Also, you want to finish getting paid. That doesn't, that doesn't, you're still missing my point. You can't finish getting paid from me until you finish the job. So don't you want that money? Of course, of course. But he's going to make your project finish. Then two weeks later, he's going to make his other project finish, and he's always going to have money coming in, Joe. That's what you don't understand. <laughs> um, yeah. But it sounds like, well, number one, you're never going to be able to put hustle behind the muscle if you're, ne if you're not there. You yeah. know, it's always hard to do Apparently, that. I'm starting to realize that. Um, yeah. And it sounds like the people in Miami are like the people in L.A., no? Yeah, yeah, and I, and I thought it was just an L.A. thing, but apparently it's probably like an out-of-New-York thing. Once you leave New York, that's probably the way people are. Once you're in, the, in the U.S. anyway, because like I said, I was in Japan, the motherfuckers work like crazy. But in Italy, they don't work at all. So I gotta say, I gotta say, you know, when I, once I left, left New York, aside from Japan and the places I've gone to, maybe, you know, and I've, I've actually witnessed work, I, don't, I, I can't say that the people actually are, are, are gung-ho about working and getting, getting their jobs done. It's a bit weird. It's a, it makes you question society a little bit, the laziness of, of, of the generations, every, every generation, you know? But regardless, bro, I just want to get my condo going, bro. You know what I mean? Right. I don't want to spend the winter in New York. You know, that's my whole problem here. I gotta, I gotta, I'm going to Cancun tomorrow, then I got to fly back to New York Tuesday. Who wants to do this? Who wants to do Isn't it snowing in New York this weekend? You guys yeah, get snow this weekend? We're supposed to get a serious snowstorm this weekend. But it might oh. it might miss us. We're, we're, it we're might waiting. miss you. Yes. You're going to get a serious snowstorm, but it might miss you. Yeah. It yes! Might, it might hit uh, Washington, D.C., they're saying. So you might get snow, you might not get snow. Let me, let me do some quick research Isn't on that. Isn't that like the daily routine, though, in the winter? I mean, I understand. What, what makes this weekend more special than any other day, then? It Every might... day in New York, you might get snow, you might not get snow, am I right? I mean, no, this is supposed to be I a big monster. I like snowstorm coming on New York. Yeah, yeah, like 12 to 18 inches, they said. Right. Uh, tracking farther south. I don't know Joe, 12 to 18 inches. Nick, one what? day I'm here at 6 to 12, then I'm here at 12 to 18. <laughs> uh, my, my other buddy, Nick, from, from Long Island, tells me they're getting two feet. Uh, what, what are we getting over here? Now, now we might miss us all together. What do we what are we getting? What is New York getting over here? It's it's in it's in the ocean, and they're trying to track where it's going to hit land, and it, it's looking like it's going to be more. It's in the ocean, you fucking mental midget. How's it in the ocean? <laughs> they're trying to see where it's going to hit land, and it's it looks like it's going to hit like uh, Washington, most likely. What is it? A hurricane now? Uh, I don't know what the fuck it is, bro. What do I look like, Sam Champion? It's in the ocean. <laughs> A little bit. Do you understand what you're even saying? It's in the ocean. Well, whatever the 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 fucking cold fronts, the the, the weather warm, patterns, the, the you know what I mean. All you guys are fucking retards. You understand me? Weather moves from west to east, not 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 east to west. How is it in the ocean? It's well, more coming it was from the, the west, coming the from the other side of us. It's in the Pacific Ocean. If it's in the ocean, that means it passed us already. You no, the Pacific Ocean. The Pacific Holy Ocean. You. Shit. It was in the Pacific God Ocean. You damn. dumb fuck. Wow! <laughs> Holy shit! It's in the ocean. That was a new one. Pacific Holy Ocean. Shit! Wow! If you shut it, let's get off the meteorologist. Sam Champion works for uh, Pacific. He works now for um, uh, the Weather Channel. He doesn't work for New York anymore. And I witnessed Warner the Wolf said it. Let's 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 not discuss the weather anymore. If you shut the fuck up for two seconds, you nasally yeah. fuck. It was go in ahead, the go. Pacific go. Ocean. Fuck! Go ahead, go. It was in the Pacific Ocean. We've been saying it for thirty seconds. The Pacific Ocean? You just keep talking! The weather that's in the Pacific Ocean is not gonna hit us for like two weeks. Are you retarded? It was originally! You don't measure a storm in the Pacific Ocean and how it's gonna hit New York. Are you retarded? That's what they've been tracking for the last fucking two weeks. You're a wow. real man. High wow. five! Well, you're, you're, good thing we're on the air and, and people are gonna hear how stupid you sound. So that I don't, I don't, I don't. 
so that this is not even an argument. I'm not even going to argue this. I'm just going to let Twitter handle, handle you. Ooh, how stupid son you of a bitch. A, a weather pattern that's in the Pacific <laughs> Ocean, they're going to track it to hit New York. Oh, wait, you know so what it's going to go through by the time it gets to New York? You can't even, you can't even track it because it can go in any direction from if it's in the Pacific Ocean. Well, apparently it's been going in the same direction. Boy, boy, wait, we're going to go to the chopper right now. Okay, hold on a second. Pacific Ocean. They strike a snowstorm in the Pacific Ocean if they hit New York. Just get it serious. Holy shit. Wow. Seth, what do we got from Seth got news. Seth got news from the Yo, chopper. Seth got news from the chopper. Yeah, we got news from the chopper, Paulie. The Brooklyn to New York chopper. There it is. Oh, hey. Oh, he just, wait. I got him in my ear. He said, uh, yeah, it's starting the Pacific. It's over in mid, mid, uh, middle America. It's coming up to the Northeast, but we might miss it. Uh, thanks, Cuz. That, that, that really got to the bottom of it, Seth. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm here for you, bro. I'm here really for you. Thanks. I feel a lot better now. I haven't heard that one before, Cuz. Thanks, buddy. Well, I appreciate it. Wow, wow, wow. All right, we're going to talk about some sports or what? Yeah, let's talk about yeah, sports. Let's get out of this yeah. fucking whole weather thing. Um, people probably stopped listening already. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? The weather. All right. I hope so, this we get hit. Can we move on to other things? Yeah, we're gonna move. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna move on to the sports topic. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Yeah, why don't we just talk about talking about boxing? Being that, yeah. you know, that yeah. Let's just yeah. do some. Let's talk a little bit about boxing first. No? Yeah. Tyson Fury. <laughs> fuck <laughs> that dumb fuck. This weekend, I had a week card on Showtime. I was working. If you guys uh, missed it, uh, Charles Martin and and. and um, Glass golf. First of all, with the co- the, the co-main event, and then uh, Deontay Wilder uh, continued his uh, reign as, uh, as WBC heavyweight champion with a victory over Arthur Spilka in a competitive fight until uh, until it ended with one shot. Uh, first of all, Martin and Glasgow. You know, I was thinking, and I, I think I, I might have said it on the air. I might have discussed it on the air. You know, Glasgow had enough debatable decisions to where he might have even not deserved to be in that fight. But, of course, he had fought much better opposition than Charles Martin. So Charles Martin might have also not deserved to be in that fight, kind of, you know? So it was a, kind of a weird fight to, to be for a, a major world championship. But the IBF stripped Tyson Fury for not fighting the mandatory, uh, which was Glasgow, um, because uh, he wanted a rematch with Vladimir Klitschko. Can't blame him there. It's a bigger fight. It's also a lot more money. So, hence... Charles Martin and Vyacheslav Glasgow is for the, became a heavyweight IBF heavyweight title fight. What do you guys think of that? First of all, it was almost like poetic justice in a way because Glasgow maybe you know, I didn't think he'd be Malice, I didn't think uh, I thought he lost the Malice Scott fight. I thought he could have probably lost the Steve Cunningham fight. That's just two. And and then you know you hate to wish bad on anybody because it, it sucks to end your and your hopes of winning a, a piece of a major title on an injury like that to his knee. But that that injury looked bad, no? Yeah, that was horrible, man. You called it too. You see the replay. It, it his knee just like gave out. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't a doctor or anything, but I uh, at first I thought it was an ankle roll, you know. But then when we saw the replay, I'm like, there's no ankle roll. There's no way this guy hurt his ankle. He had to hurt something else, you know. So I just I just randomly said knee because the guy. The, one thing about Glasgow, you know, maybe he's a little bit limited, but he's not a, a pussy. He's not a guy. The kind of guy that just folds for no reason, you know. So I said, like, for this guy to have. Done this, he's got to have a legitimate injury. So what could it be if it's not the ankle? So I just said me. I said, you know, I thought of the next possible thing it could have been, right? And uh, then when we got a close look at the replays, it turned out that it was his knee. And uh, that was a rough, uh, that was a rough injury. You might have a tear of it, ACL. I don't know what they say, Pete. What did you, what did you hear anything else about that? Yeah, it was, it was the ACL. Uh, I think the the left ACL. Yeah, the left ACL. But uh, the um. I, 
actually think it was the right ACL. Yeah, the right, the right ACL. Uh-huh. But uh, you could tell the first time he fell. Not that, not that he fell so. I mean, he did fall awkwardly because he was trying to go put his weight back on his on his back foot, and his front foot was stepped on. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? With such big guys like that. Yeah. All that weight. You know, but yeah. when he got up, he was like, you know, something was weird, and then. You know, the second time it just gave out. It just, yeah. it looked like it just snapped. And the fact, the fact that he was even trying to continue when basically he already had the injury, again, shows the character that he has. And maybe he's a little bit limited, I admit. But character-wise, I knew this wasn't a guy that just quit unless it's something serious. And eventually, we did, uh, we did find out that it was uh, something serious. It was something more serious than we thought. You know? Yeah. Uh, what was Charles Martin saying in the post-fight interview? I didn't really get him because we were trying to change positions and all that stuff as a broadcast booth and whatnot. What was going on with that? He was. It was ridiculous. He, he was. Basically saying that every Stupid. punch he hit him with, he would he would snap uh, his knee would snap and his feet were kicking out from under him. <laughs> he was just, what? Yeah. he it said was he so said that because when he when he because when he, they stopped the fight, he punched him in his arm, and he said <laughs> from him punching him in the arm was why his knee did that, and that's really? how he won the fight. That's what it did. All right. Hey, well, Charles happens. Martin believes that, and congratulations to Charles Martin. By the way, you know he's called the IBF heavyweight champion. He's gonna get some money. But if Charles Martin really believes that. He better change his method of thinking real quick because at a world class <laughs> level, you better understand what's going on in there. Because clearly, I'm saying most things, he doesn't understand what the fuck is going on. Because that's not why Glasgow uh, hurt his hurt his knee. Maybe Charles Martin doesn't hit as hard as he thinks he does. Maybe he does, but still yet to find out. But um, you definitely have to have a a reality of your own. Um, of your own mortality, basically, at, at, a, at a world-class level. I think the, the way you survive at a world-class level, really, at least, you know, the way I used to always think of it is, you know, you can't think, you, you think you're, you feel invincible, you feel very prepared, but the understanding of your own mortality in there forces you to fight smarter, be better, and, and, and you know, make proper decisions in the ring, you know? The fact that Martin thinks he actually hits hard enough to displace somebody's knee from hitting him in the hand or the arm or whatever, I don't even think that shot even landed clean, so I, I don't know what he thinks. Shows you that he's got a, he's overrating his power a little bit too much, and you know we'll see as he as he steps up the ladder where he, where he goes from there. But you know you still got to congratulate him. He won a piece of heavyweight title, um, and it's going to get him a big fight. We'll see. We'll see where uh, where he goes from here. But obviously having uh, having the IBF heavyweight title gives you a lot of possibilities because it's one of the major titles. Um, going back to what you were saying with these two guys even fighting each other, a lot of a lot of the recent recently why it didn't happen was because Vlad. Vladimir had the title and would just go in and and knock one of these guys out and then you wouldn't hear about the mandatory until it had to be taken care of and you know in a case where now Vlad got beat now Tyson wants to fight Vlad again because obviously that's the big payday so they strip him now yeah. the one gets to fight the two where usually you don't hear who the two is you know what I mean yeah yeah, so it, yeah, yeah you're right you're right if, if Vlad hadn't lost to Tyson Fury we probably would have had Vladimir Klitschko in, in Glasgow in Germany somewhere. Right. And Vladimir would have probably, you know, stopped him in his, in whatever he would have stopped him in. And then uh, we would have had Charles Martin later on, you know? Right, but, exactly. Yeah, we had the one versus two now. You're right. But uh, then on to, uh, on to the main event. That was a good fight, man. Uh, that kid, uh, Spilka, man, he, he really hung in tough. <laughs> the knockout was vicious as hell, but Ooh, but he was a prideful was son of a gun, and he had a great chin up until then. That, that was like a 
picture perfect I, I like bomb. I met him. Uh, I got to know him a little bit in the fighter meetings. Uh, fun personality. Obviously, Deontay's a fun personality too. It was a, it was a good fight between two guys who not only uh, you know were pretty well qualified, but also, uh, you know, had, had were fun personalities. Those guys will both give you a fun interview uh, if you talk to them. Uh, they're they're engaging. They're in conversation, and they're 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 just good dudes overall. So you know, it was one of the fights where you hate to see a loser. And you know, sometimes I, I'm in fighter meetings, and I you know I, I'm. I'm discussing stuff with the fighters and whatnot, and I'm like, man, it's a shame. After I meet with both fighters, we're going to fight each other. I'm like, sometimes I'm telling myself, man, it's a shame. I got to watch one of these guys lose tomorrow, you know, because they're both such good guys and fun guys, you know. And, and Deontay and Chipoka was kind of that type of fighter meeting, you know. They're both very engaging, very uh, uh, cool kind of guys, you know, and uh, very uh, uh, outspoken. Uh, they give you a great interview. They'll they'll talk a lot and whatnot, and um, you know. And, and I thought it was an entertaining fight. I really did. I, I thought Chipoka comported himself well. Uh, I thought he gave Deontay some trouble in spots. Deontay has to compose himself a little bit, but I thought as the, as the fight went on, Deontay got himself a little bit more composed. You know, at first it's natural. He was stepping out too far, so he couldn't counter. And then as he got used to the timing on Spilka, what you started noticing was he was stepping out a little less. Basically, he would step back, but instead of stepping back two feet, now he was stepping back maybe eight inches to 12 inches, you know? And that way, little by little, he was able to start punching back. When you step back two, three feet on, on the other guy's offense, you're just getting out of the way because you can't punch. You're, you stepped out too far back to actually throw a punch. Once you start shortening those, de- those steps, and the only way you start doing that is you're starting to get a timing, so you're starting to feel comfortable at closer range. Now you're only stepping back about 12 inches or maybe 8 inches, and now suddenly when you do step back, you're able to kind of throw that punch as the guy's throwing it or, or after he misses, you know? And I felt like in the end, that's why Deontay was comfortable enough even though he was on the ropes when the knockout happened. He was comfortable enough to where Spilka was about to throw his big, uh, a big right hook but Deontay came with his own right hand and spoke over the south pole position, didn't have the left hand up, and got clipped. Yeah, and then even for, for uh, Spilka, how awkward and, and difficult is it to get your range, a comfortable range? Yeah, of course. You know, Deontay is a six foot seven guy who's very athletic. And, and because he, he didn't have a longest amateur career, he obviously had a good amateur career, he won the bronze medal and whatnot. But, you know, guys with a long amateur career, they're more set in their ways, you know? Guys who haven't had a long amateur career, sometimes they're, they're a bit, uh, I wouldn't say floppy, because floppy sounds like a bad word. They're a bit floppy in that, you know, they're, they're hard to time. They, they, come up with, they come up with their own novel ideas on the fly sometimes, you know, they're hard to time. So Deontay is 6'7", he's tall, he's athletic, and he doesn't have a huge amount of experience. Sometimes he moves in ways that can throw off your timing a little bit. It can cost him in the end, don't get me wrong. I mean, a, a really good fighter can make him pay for things like that. Some things he's going to he's gonna have to uh, uh, adjust, but... The advantage he has is he's six seven. He's taller than most of these guys, so he's he's able to uh, get away with some of the mistakes he's making. But he's an improving fighter. I like Breland in the corner. Uh, I like I like uh, you know the, the influence he's got. You can clearly see the influence he's got on Deontay's style with that jab and that uh, that boxing ability. He basically uh, is trying to make him like a, a heavyweight uh, Breland, which is saying okay, you know, a heavyweight you fight a little bit different than you than you do at welterweight. Yeah, you kind of do, but Deontay has the athleticism to where you know he can pull off some of these some of these. Uh, uh, moves and uh, especially off the jab he's got that uh, that rubber band like jab that snappy jab but yet it's got a lot of weight on it so it's not just a rubber, rubber band jab it's a you know when you snap it like that I call it a rubber band jab or like Larry Holmes you say like you're snapping a towel and Deontay has that kind of jab but at the same time it's got a lot more weight on it than the average guy's rubber band type jab you know so so it's um uh, it's uh, definitely a big advantage and I started to notice as the fight went on that Spilka's uh, right eye was getting a little um, a mouse underneath it and whatnot because you know from the southpaw position when you get hit with 
the jab from a right-hander, you get hit on that right cheek. So, the significant uh, impact the jab had, even if it's not landing, it's also throwing off uh, the Spilka's timing and whatnot. But Spilka fought, you know, and he told us in the fight meeting that if he didn't, if he found himself behind on the scorecards, he was going to take it to Deontay. And he went out on his shield. He went out trying to take it to Deontay. He went out throwing a big right hook. Um, I mentioned earlier in the fight that both of these guys had very open stances. And what I mean by very open stances is, you know, they're, they're, their feet are kind of all over the place at times, and their hands, they're not in great position. They don't have great hand positioning. Basically, their hands are up, down, to the side, wide, and whatnot. And what happens when you start, when you're at, when your positioning of your hands isn't great, is once you start fighting at closer range, you pay for that. From at a distance, maybe you're able to use your reflexes to get away with that. But at closer range, hand positioning, all kinds of positioning is very important. And so once he got close to range throwing that right hook, he didn't have his left hand in proper position, and Deontay managed to get him with his own right hand. And that, and that was all she wrote. Yeah, of course. So then when you get hit by somebody like him and, and you're, you're in the process of throwing your own punch and it's a counter or a oh, in-between punch. Turn right into it, right? Yeah, it's it was brutal. scary, actually. What did you guys think of Tyson Fury? Oh, uh, he stole I, the show. He's annoying. See, you're, a, you're, a, you're a big Tyson Fury fan. What do you, no, think? What do you think? I'm the opposite of a fan. He's annoying. He didn't know how to put on a fucking tie. Yeah, yo, yo, his tie looked good, no? Yeah, I put it on I, Instagram. I liked it. I loved it. But guys, Pete, what did you think? You liked his tie? I loved the outfit in general. I thought that that suit was hot. No, poor. yeah, yeah. The way he, he had his tie. In, I thought he made his mark in the way he did things. He could have yeah. easily just came in there and just played the whole. Oh, okay, I want to fight you next. Yeah, okay, let's do it. You know, like a lot of corny fighters do. Like they just come in the ring. Let's do it. He came in there, put on a show. I right. Loved it. So, I, I but you didn't see. But you didn't see his tie then. His tie? What was the red? What was it? No, uh, it, was all, the, it was horrible. It was a horrible. The tie. part that's supposed to be long was shorter than the part that's supposed I, to be short. Oh, <laughs> so it looked like I didn't notice it because I was too caught up in his antics. I hate to make fun of one of my favorite people in the on the planet, but uh, Stevie Wonder could have probably did a better job of putting <laughs> his tie on. Hey, hey, Paul, yeah, I'm glad to hear you saying that because I was thinking I knew I knew uh, I knew Pete was going to rag on a little bit, but it made me think about like. Who, it I, made you think about WWE, right? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. It's and I'll tell you what, stupidity. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, but I'll tell you what. Who is the biggest uh, talker in the history of boxing? Mayweather. No, in the history Muhammad of boxing, Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Ali yeah. Right. Muhammad Ali was involved in wrestling a few times, and he and he, he talked a lot of stuff, and he was very successful. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I read once that Muhammad Ali copied his antics from um, Gorgeous George. Uh, gorgeous George. Yeah, I was gonna say boy George, but I know I was wrong. Whoa! With <laughs> 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 Come on, Muhammad. Gorgeous George. Yeah. Muhammad Ali. Do you really want to hurt me? Yeah, boy George. And Sonny Liston was yeah. like, Yeah, boy George. Was, I was in a, I was in an amateur boxing trip in Liverpool in '98. You stayed in my hotel. And, uh, and what about? <laughs> I know he was at that time though. Everybody was jumping all over him, and me and uh, me and the, the the crew from uh from the boxing trip. I was remember me. It was Louis Colazzo. It was Eno. Um, uh, P- Pinos, you know. uh, it was a few of us We all jumped on it We just blended in With everybody else <laughs> But anyway You know Tyson I kind of lost track there. That was the ADD in me But go ahead so. you know, Tyson and Mayweather also They were involved in wrestling They talked a lot Big game And it's, it's, it's entertainment And Tyson Fury Was very entertaining The other night I agree yeah, with yeah. Paulie I, yeah, I can color And I agree with uh, With uh, Seth But obviously Pete has a different Different take on it You don't think People You don't think like Tyson Fury doing this Builds up anticipation for something. I mean, of for course. so many years, we had a very professional guy in Vladimir Klitschko. And there's nothing wrong with being professional. There's nothing wrong with being mature. He he had a very workmanlike ethic about him. He went in there, got in shape, did his job, won, did a regular interview. You know, wasn't really outgoing and just and just basically it was the same thing over and over again. Now this guy Tyson Fury came in and he beat Klitschko. And it's like a different spice in the sauce. Breath you know, of fresh air. It's 
maybe he's not as good as Klitschko and he won't last as long, but I, I, I like the fact that he's bringing this new excitement to the table, and I, I like the fact that his personality blossoms. Cause, no, you, know, you said it right there. If, but you said it right a, there, though. A, a stage to, to, to perform on, and now being that way champion, he's got this stage where everybody's going to pay attention to him, and he and he can blow everybody away with his antics. I know you said it right there. Maybe he's not as good as so. That's the problem, you know. Everybody wanted to talk shit when Floyd talked shit, but Floyd always said, "Yeah, I talk shit, but I back it up." Hey, you Fury know, backed it up. He won oh, the fight. Come oh, come on, I know. Get out of here. You've been away a long time. I don't want to know if they yeah, were away and told you, but yeah, he came on the scene. Vladimir Klitschko won, won a major piece of the right, title. Right. Listen, no more shines. Maybe you didn't hear about it. You've been away a long time. They didn't go up there and tell you. I don't shine shoes anymore. Right. Tyson doesn't shine shoes anymore. I get it. Um, he just stepped on the scene like four minutes ago. All right. Now he's he's gonna be he's gonna brag and talk. I, I get to make it. some money. I like I like the hype. I like the shit talking. But you have to back it up. You have to back it up. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Oh. Hasn't he? I mean, he's undefeated. He, oh, he's undefeated. He who did he fight? He Derek Chisora? I mean, Before that. How is he not backing it up? I mean, what's there not to like? Until he, you should actually like him until he doesn't back it up then. By your by your explanation, you, you should actually like him until he doesn't back it up then. Because he, thus far, he's done nothing but back it up. Yeah. Against who? Except for Klitschko. Against who? Well, he beat some guys. He beat Chisora. You know? Chisora. Everybody from England beat Chisora. <laughs> but world class fighters beat Chisora. Everybody who world class beats Chisora. There's a difference. If you're not world class, you don't beat Chisora. Whatever, bro. He's not going to beat anybody uh, that's up there right now. Anyway. Right now, let's see. Do you think he's going to beat Vladimir in the rematch? I think he's got a good chance to do it. I don't think he does. I think he has to do something. To, I I really I want to believe. Listen, this is the thing, and I don't want to sound like I'm I'm not making a pick because I was so adamant about Klitschko, but watching the fight and mm-hmm. just watching twelve rounds go by with Vladimir looking so flat and doing nothing, and you said it's all credit to Tyson, which uh, I think disrupting rhythm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that. You have to make some adjustments when you're the champion, and 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 you you know you've that experience and that much talent that Vladimir has. I I wanted to say that after the Brian Jennings kind of lackluster you know hug fest, and then the this performance, I want to say that maybe he got old. So I can't I can't go and say, oh Vladimir's gonna come in there and fucking knock his head off. I can't say that based on what I've seen. Is Tyson going to go and throw six punches around again and faint 19 times again for 12 more rounds and win again? I don't know. You know what I mean? I can't call the fight. But, you know, so if he does, he still doesn't beat David Hay. He still doesn't beat Anthony Joshua. He still doesn't beat Deontay Wilder. Listen, Tyson Fury was 6'2". None of what he does will work. The reason it's so effective too is you gotta add the top of the, on, on top of it. You know, he's a six foot nine guy, six foot ten guy, so he can push these guys around in the clinches. They can't they can't maneuver him in the clinches. You know, he, it's harder to reach him because he's so big. It's you're dealing with a very very big guy, Oh Bruno. I hear you. Listen, 
One of my favorite fighters made a comeback, and he smoked somebody. I don't care about who the opposition was. He looked like he didn't take one day off from the gym, and he took three years off. The haymaker, David Hay, came back and smoked my man in fucking a minute and a half. Mark Damori. Yeah. He smoked him and with a counter right and looked sharp. fucking sharp. His defensive posture mm-hmm. was like as if he didn't take a day off. Mm-hmm. He will crush Tyson Fury. I don't give he a might. fuck what anybody says. He might, but right now that fight's not going to happen, unfortunately. I understand that. Why not? The problem with David Hay is he's going to become like the boogeyman now, you know? Vladimir, and that's another thing. People are not, don't appreciate Vladimir. Vladimir wouldn't be Hay, clearly, you know? But now, right. you think Deontay Wilder's going to fight David Hay? You think Tyson Fury's going to fight David Hay? No, you think, he's like... You think you think the winner of Martin, uh, Charles Martin, that he just beat Glasgow, you think he's going to fight David Hay? No. No way, bro. It's no. not happening. He's had a knock, because now he, he's like the, now he became like the boogeyman, bro. He's too good. Yep. And, he, and he's just not active enough to, to bring that much money to the table anymore. So now he's going to be... He's going he's he's to be the odd man looking in. You know, it sucks. Because I, I agree with you. David is incredibly talented. Now, again, with Fury, it's a, it's a different proposition. I look at Fury's skills and I say, okay, you know what? He's awkward. He he, he disrupts you. But a, a big part of the reason for the, the disruption is also you're putting his size into the mix. If he does all of that and he's a six foot guy, he's a six foot one, a six foot two guy. I'm telling you, it might not be. It's probably not enough. But he does all that and he's a six nine, six ten guy. So it, it, it ends up putting a, a, a different code into the equation, you know? But having said that, nonetheless, I love to see Hay fight him. I love to see Hay fight against anybody, bro. Hey, to me, Hay, David Hay is the most explosive, exciting fighter in the heavyweight division. Bar none. And he's been like that for a while. It's just a matter of, does he want to commit to boxing the way he should? The way, the way a guy of his talent and, and, and ability should and is supposed to. That's the question. Because now, the problem is, nobody's in the, I, don't think, I don't see anybody giving him a shot. Yeah, I know. He's actually too much risk for not enough reward. Yeah. And, uh, you got to credit Vladimir for beating him, bro. You, gotta oh, credit Vladimir for you know what's him. funny? I was at that fight. I went all the way to Germany well, for that fight because I thought I really thought this might be the guy to, to give Vladimir a, a test. You know well, you know what's and, funny about that fight? knew how to beat him. Well, you know what's to beat him. Yeah, it wasn't the most exciting fight. Vladimir knew how to beat him, okay? You, you, you know what's funny credit. about that fight? You beat David Hay, that's a legitimately solid win, bro. That's not an easy win to get. I'll tell you what's what's great about that fight that people people talk to me about that fight. Oh, what did he do against Vladimir? I said first of all, he's wait, 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 no, but hold on, hold Vladimir? on. The but hold on. So I say, wait a second. I said he's he's six three. Vladimir is six six. Vladimir is the bigger man. I said six three is generous for Hayes. Hayes more like six two. Right. I said I said Vladimir is the one that showed Hay so much respect in that fight. Why? Because of his explosive speed, explosive counterpunching ability. Vladimir showed him that much respect. Every time you see Hay try to set him up for a counter, Vladimir was onto it and fucking backed away right away. Yep. You know and that shows that that's right. a credit. So get back and back, back on the jet. Right, but that and shows you that gives a credit. Also, you gotta give Vladimir credit because it's not just the height; it's also flat. <laughs> unlike a lot of guys, is very fundamentally sound. That's the thing about the Eastern Europeans. Well, not Spilka, but a lot of the Eastern Europeans, like the look at the, 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 the ex-communist countries, they are very, very well-schooled fighters. Vladimir Klitschko is a very well-schooled fighter. Yeah, of course, but that shows you how much respect Vladimir had for David Hayes. 
crap. Of course, without a doubt. You know, we have, we can't have a heavyweight conversation without talking about Anthony Joshua. You know, he's also coming into the mix little by little. You know, and this is like a, you know the shame of, of this whole thing for Hayes. He, I bet you Joshua gets a shot at Fury before Hayes does, assuming Fury gets through the the Klitschko uh, the Klitschko uh, fight and whatnot. You know. Hey, listen, I wouldn't mind seeing that either. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it either. Do you think Tyson Fury, if he beats Klitschko, do you think Tyson Fury fights Deontay Wilder first, or do you think he fights up? Which fight do you think happens? Fury Wilder or Fury Joshua? I think Which there's... happens first? I think there's... Klitschko? I don't think either of them happen right away. If he beats Klitschko again, I don't think he fights either of them right away. But long-term speaking, which fight happens first? Fury Wilder or Fury Joshua? I think there's more money at home in England and keeping it home. So Joshua. Maybe. But at the, at the same time, I think there's a lot of money with a bonafide American star like Deontay Wilder, where you also you define the heavyweight division. Yeah, but the UK fans, imagine them doing it in a, in a, in a football stadium. Yeah, they'll and, go, you know, they'll go you can, If Fury and Wilder keep promoting the fight against each other, yeah, they're they making it. That on last Saturday night where they get each other's face and whatnot. I mean, you can put that fight in one, but are you crazy? No way. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, they're doing the Angelo Dundee right now. They're making it juicy. <laughs> yeah, they are going to make it juicy. And, and I think both sides recognize that. I think Fury put up a great, uh, that was a great act. I mean, but when you get any, here's the thing about Fury, what Fury did Saturday. The whole taking off your jacket, smashing it down, that's part of the act. That's, that's terrific. That's awesome. But when you get in the face-to-face with the guy you're going to fight, you know, you, you do, the competitor in you does come out, you know, and, and that's, that, that's when it becomes real. You know, when they're face-to-face and they're talking, you know, from a distance, the whole taking off his jacket and whatnot. I'm telling you, I've been there. I, I've been the same kind of person in my career, you know. You know, from a distance, you hope put on the whole fiasco, the whole show and whatnot. But then when you're face-to-face with a guy that you might fight, yeah, then you know what? The juice, the competitive juices start falling for real. Like, oh, you know, you know what? I am going to fuck you up. You know what? Well, we are going to do this, you know. So, you know. Credit to Fury for knowing how to escalate the situation, but also stay calm enough to make it a, a positive, a positive promotion, and not, and not go crazy. Because honestly, if the Wilder, if Wilder and and the Fury stop brawling after that fight, who's gonna stop them? Yeah, nobody. <laughs> they, they had such a hard time at trying to get Tyson Fury out of the ring. It was crazy. Lou DiBella was trying to get Tyson Fury out of the fucking ring. Get out of here. Lou DiBella looked like a watch on Tyson Fury's arm. Lou DiBella was like Tyson, please, please, Tyson, please. <laughs> hey, does uh does Pavekin have any shot of fighting uh, Deontay? Yeah, oh uh, yeah. yeah, he's yeah, the mandatory. Fact, yes, that's another thing. He's We're talking a- about Wilder and uh, Fury. Seth, it's a good question because I, I don't think it's a guarantee that either that both guys or either guy gets through their next fight. I mean, Fury and Klitschko rematch. You know, that's a, that's a fight you gotta kind of Respect. look at with a with a little hesitancy, hesitancy when you pick the winner. Fury Klitschko rematch, and and Wilder Pavekin the same thing because Pavekin it comes from that old school old school Russian mentality where you know you're basically you know you're you're basically uh. You, you, you're very well schooled and you, and you're doing it the right way you know what I mean that's a I think that's a really big big uh, test and a big hump to climb for uh, Deontay as far as like if you can beat a Povetkin which I think he can that's a big, big win, and just like for for himself to even be able to say. Well, why do you like, think it's such a big win, Pete? Uh, because Povetkin is just a solid, solid guy. Although he's small, which I think that's going to be his downfall. That he's one of those guys that when you hear his name, you're like, oh man, solid fucking heavyweight. He's he's just a he's the stepping stone for these guys. You know, he's okay. You want to call him a Chisora? He's better than Chisora as far as world class fighters and. You know, he's, like you said, well-schooled, you know, 
who's he lost to? You know what I mean? And I think like it, the only way Deontay, like you said about Tyson Fury getting away with stuff and he wouldn't get away with it if he's 6'2", I don't think Deontay would beat Povetkin if he wasn't 6'7". You know what I mean? I think he beats Povetkin because he's 6'7". Paulie. 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 All right. Well, Paulie. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Oh. I heard everything you said. I'm back. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. No, you think Ovechkin with the fact that he's fundamentally sound. I mean, forget about the fact that he's not 6'7", but the fundamentally sound, the, I, I, he's the risk for me in the fight. The, the, Deontay has a tendency to put himself way out of position defensively. Way out of position all the time. You know, not all the time, but a lot of times. A guy who's fundamentally sound and steps in the right way with his proper fundamentals and his hands in the correct position can make you pay more for, for slipping in ways where you put yourself out of position initially. You know, a guy with the correct fundamentals will throw the initial punches knowing you'll put yourself out of position. So he'll throw the initial punches without the intention to land them. He'll throw the initial punches with the intention to put you out of position. And then he'll throw the follow-up with the intention to land them because he knows he's going to put you out of position in a way where you're going to be off balance and not going to be able to protect yourself. And that's where the risk for me with, with Povetkin is against Deontay. Even if Povetkin is not as big, that is a risk. Yeah, he's going to throw setup punches. Exactly. Um, exactly. And, 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 and it's not just about the setup punches. It's also his hands are in correct position. So, throw, you know, he's going to step in correctly. You know, it's one thing you throw setup punches, but, you know, your hands got to be in correct position. You know, you got to step in correctly after that, you know, so that you can make it happen. Uh, yeah, 100%. And what did I tell you the other day about Deontay's performance? I said offensively, he always looks great, but I would love to see him implement a defensive jab into his arsenal. It would keep him in better position uh, fundamentally, and he would keep these guys off of him because even a backwards jab from a guy his size is still going to, it's not going to tickle, you know? But, um,. Uh, I, I agree. I agree. Let's, I think uh, something can work on with Breland in the gym. Yeah. Um, What's the next big fight you're looking forward to, Paul? Saturday, man. Saturday. Saturday Danny is Garcia a big TV Guerrero. fight. The fans are getting them, you know, PBC. Yeah, PBC. PBC. Yeah, that's a good fight, guys. I think I, I like that fight. You know, Garcia's totally putting himself into the walkway mix little by little. Um, and I think it's a, there's a slight risk to it, depending on what, obviously, what Ghost has left. Because the last two fights, you can say, okay, what does what Ghost have left? Oh, he didn't look great against Garcia, and he didn't look great against, um, uh, I don't know, um, it was Al Martinez? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he didn't look great against uh, Keith Thurman. But then again, Keith Thurman, we already know, is a solid guy. And right. Aaron Martinez, his next fight goes on to be seven Alexander. So maybe that guy was actually better than everybody thought, you know? A hundred percent. So Guerrero, he had, you know, he had obviously trouble with some bona fide good fighters, you know? So so maybe it's more about the question we should be asking is, does Guerrero have any, how much does Guerrero have left after fighting so many top guys? Not not so much, oh, you know, he's slipping. He didn't look great against Martinez. Because obviously we come to find out Martinez was a good fighter. Yeah, I remember uh, the tough b battle he had with Martinez, and then <clears throat> he basically took no time off and jumped into the Thurman fight. I mean, you know, that could have been part of his... It's actually the other uh, way around, but yeah. we. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys think uh, uh, Garcia's smart? He's like he's he's not, like, jumping right into with the big guys in Walter Waits? He's like, he's, he's building himself up? He's he's building himself up, but he's ready for all this. He's a young, strong kid. Champion. Yeah, yeah, he's a, you know, he, he's ready for this. This is, his, this is the level that he's been at. You know he's so after this fight, if he provided he looks impressive, he's ready to fight one of these champions. Well, this is what I was going to get to eventually. I think this is a great fight for TV. I think everybody's going to enjoy this fight. Um, Amir Khan mentioned that he wants the winner, 
and that he doesn't want to fight Kell Brook. <laughs> How many more fucking guys is this guy going to call out except for Kell Brook? He really does. He's, he's really he's doesn't scared. Fight him. I think he's so scared of Kell Brook. It's so it. obvious now too. Khan's a good fighter. He can fight with anybody. I would think. I guess not. All right, let's move on. Can we move on? Paul, are you still there? IV? You got the IV? <laughs> is it, He's getting his happy ending from happy the IV. Happy ending? Oh. Oh. I'm, I'm, here. Here. I'm here, guys. Here. Come on. Minka. Open your ears. I'm here. Hey. <laughs> oh. All right. Yo, yeah, we, we got to work. Uh, we got to get to the NFL picks, and then we're going to wrap it up. All right. Last week, Pete was th- with the spread. Pete was 3-1. and one. Nick was 2-2. Two and two. Paulie was 1-3 and three with the spread. Wow. And I was 2-2 two and two with the spread. Although I did pick all four winners. Pep. I didn't, I didn't have such a good locksmith week, huh? No, no, not at all. You were the opposite of a locksmith. Really? Yeah. Lock. That's what happens. It happens. That's yeah. what you let uh, Pete bet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So all right. What do we got? All right. I got to check the spreads real quick. Well, we got it right. Oh, hey. Oh. We got... Um, I got it. I got it. I got it. Denver I think they're at annoying. home. Against New England, I think they're getting three. Or three I think and a half they're getting three. Minus three. New England's minus three. Minus New England is minus three in Denver. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, Nick. What do you got? Uh, I went against Brady last week. I'm not going to do it again. I got the Patriots. Any with the points? Uh, given point. Given three. Same thing. I'm going with Tom. Terrific. Tom Brady. Tom. This could be a push. You guys are all, p- guys are all picking. Uh, I didn't pick yet. That could be a push. I'm going to take Denver just for the hell of it. I'm with you. Peyton Manning's life changed. Denver. You know, you know what? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning never beats Brady, right? No, he has beaten him. Actually, yeah, in the last couple years, horrible. Last three, him. last three games, he's two and one. All right. And also, this is a year. You see no, him turn the ball lately? Yeah, not so good. Yeah. It was right. a lot of wind. They were two in the playoffs against each other, but it was, it was, yeah, they are two and two. It was very, playoffs. it was very windy last right. week. Very windy. Yeah. Yeah. In the thin air. Oh, um, we got um, Carolina's minus three. Against, against Arizona, that's yeah. a tough game. I gotta go. I still gotta ride with my man Killer Cam. I don't. I don't care. Yeah, I'm going with Cam too. Carolina. Yeah, what no is it? What, minus, three Carolina? Minus, minus three. three. Carolina's at home we, against the uh, Cardinals. Could be a good week for teasers and stuff. Oh, man, this is a tough one. It is a tough one. Very yeah. tough game. This so is the game everyone been waiting your for. Your favorite team is going against the, is going against Killer Cam. But they suck. They're in the NFC Championship, right, Paul? <laughs> they suck. Yeah, I know. Oh. Well, they always used to suck. The I'm, I'm going with Cardinals. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I'm not believing this killer came hype. I'm going with the Cardinals. <laughs> you know what? I think uh, Carson Palmer was a little tight last week because he's never won a playoff game. I think now they, now they're going to this game with nothing to lose. No one's expecting them to win, so I think he'll be a little more loose. Hopefully I his finger's okay. I think they're expected to win. They're minus three. But I'm saying they, they're a great team. If they go bust again. I, I'm just saying Carson Palmer's going to be the right frame of mind. They're expecting to win? They, no, themselves. Who's expecting Cal- no, no, no. Uh, no, they are. He's no, saying they're expecting they're themselves. Themselves. They, they went bust last year when he got hurt. So I think them being healthy, like themselves, their own expectations, they're expecting themselves to win. So. Yeah. You know, they don't look at the spread and say, oh, man, they they think yeah. we're going to lose. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, some good games. Stop it. All right, folks. All right, let's wrap it up. It's been real. Pep, feel better. Yeah. Get better, Paulie. Hey, safe travels. Maybe we'll see you in, see you in person again. Yeah. You know? You're like the Pope yeah, now. Yeah, next week I'll make an appearance in the studio. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh. You oh. promise? I'll believe it, it when I see it. It doesn't snow. High five. <laughs> oh, you want to hear All right, guys. Yeah, do a little All more. All right, guys. Show. You are real man. High five. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, Later, bro. In New York, not Miami. Later. Boom. Who is your daddy and what does he do?